Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Whoa! John Robinson was fired by the Tennessee Titans. What in the world is going on? We are going to break down what the heck just happened, how it happened, why it happened, Mike Vrabel's power play within the organization, talk about what to do with general manager going forward. I mean, an insane, insane day for Tennessee Titans fans, and we're breaking it all down on today's Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, you wanted it and you got it. Heads are rolling in Nashville. Oh my God. Oh my God, John Robinson fired after six and a half years as Tennessee Titans general manager. We are going to discuss every aspect of this decision as we understand it right now, just about an hour after things happened. Absolutely insane. Before we get into it, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Guys, I am putting out daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round. So make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Hit the notification bell because who knows when stuff like this is going to happen. And throw a thumbs up on the video if you think this is a good move for the Tennessee Titans. Well, let's dive right into it, folks. So, as we talked about on Sunday, I said it was a disastrous day for John Robinson. I tweeted after the game on Sunday that it was maybe the worst day of John Robinson's professional career. Not only... Not only did A.J. Brown go out and dominate the Tennessee Titans on Sunday in what is obviously the worst move John Robinson ever made was trading A.J. Brown. But his inability to get the offensive line together was exposed. His inability to get the cornerback position together was exposed. His inability to create depth at the wide receiver position was exposed. Not only that, but on Tuesday morning, Seth Walters' annual analytics article dropped, and it said that the Titans are the worst analytical team in the NFL. And Kevin Clark from The Ringer put out a story on Twitter that John Robinson said, I'm the analytics department. I mean, not a good look. This is absolutely wild. So look, the Isaiah Wilson miss. The Caleb Farley miss, the Dylan Raiden struggles, the wide receiver miss on Julio Jones, trading A.J. Brown, all of it added up. And Amy Adams Strunk, credit to Amy Adams Strunk. Amy Adams Strunk said, This is not good enough. She watched what happened uh, in Philly on Sunday and she said, 
This is not good enough. And I got to take an L. I got to say, I am sorry, Amy Adams Strunk, for doubting your commitment to this team financially. I was wrong. It was John Robinson who told Amy Adams Strunk this was the right football move. And clearly it was wrong. Amy Adams Strunk said, you fooled me. You were wrong. Look at A.J. Brown. We traded that man because you told me to. And he paid for it. I am in absolute shock right now. Absolute shock. Amy had had enough. She really, yeah, Martin, great signing Bud Dupree. Not only signing Bud Dupree, but signing Jadavian Clowney, signing Vic Beasley. And look, I don't blame John Robinson for all those moves. He went for it. He went for it with Clowney. He went for it with Julio. I get it. But it didn't work out, and this is a results business. The reality is, John Robinson got the Titans out of the basement. He got them out of the doldrums. But it's clear and it's obvious that the organization does not believe that John Robinson can take the Titans to the next level. Yeah, Des Fitzpatrick, trading up for Des Fitzpatrick over Amon Ross St. Brown. It's not only that he missed. Yeah, you could get in here and say, you know, a lot of people missed him on Ross St. Brown. That's why he dropped to the fourth round. But to trade up to draft a wide receiver and skip over him on Ross St. Brown. Look, guys, I have been a defender of John Robinson. I have been. No doubt about it. And when you look at what he, because I've been a Titans fan for nearly 25 years. I know what it was like before John Robinson, even if you guys don't remember. I remember the seven years before John Robinson's seven years. But I think it's fair, and obviously as we're seeing now, that John Robinson wasn't the man to take the Titans to the next level, the next place where we all wanted to see them go. I agree. This is a great point in here. Uh, um, you guys are throwing in comments. So, Jay Thomas, Big Jeff comments, trading AJ, the Ohio State rumors about Rabel, Absolutely all of that factored in. All of that factored in. We just talked about all the reasons that he was let go. You go back when things started to look pretty rough. You draft Isaiah Wilson. You draft Caleb Farley. The Julio move doesn't work out. The Clowney move doesn't work out. Trading AJ. All the moves that John Robinson made that he thought would take this team to the next level, they didn't. And then some of the moves that he made dropped this team from the level that they were at down to the level that they're at now. And I agree with Andre. He's the best general manager that they've had since they moved to Tennessee. I, I believe that and think that is true. But the reality is, I, I think that you have to agree with Amy Adams-Strunk here. John Robinson wasn't taking this guy, this team to the next level. And then watching what happened on Sunday, when all of his mistakes came to a head, I guess I, I guess you can't be surprised, but what shocks me the most, guys, is that this move was made in the middle of the season. That is what's shocking to me, is that it was made in the middle of the season. And you know why I think it was made in the middle of the season? You know why I think this happened right now? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel said, this is my team, and I am not going to let this guy run it into the dirt. I got a theory on why I think this happened, why I think it's Mike Vrabel 
that made this happen. And I got a little bit of evidence that I'm going to put with it as well. Mike Vrabel pulled a power play to rip the power of this franchise away from John Robinson and give it to himself. And I got to tell you guys, I think it's a good thing for Titans fans. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. You can browse a large selection of vehicles in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and even Australia. Get that spacious SUV or minivan for your family road trip. Get the class classic or luxury vehicle for your special event, birthday, or holiday. You can even test drive a new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on to see just how well it fits your everyday life. Most Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Whoa, I keep coming back to it. I can't help it, guys. Whoa, what an insane day that I did not see coming. It's Tic Tac Tuesday for me. I'm cutting clips, I'm watching game film, and then boom, this news drops in the middle of the day. Absolutely insane. Look, we just talked about all the reasons why John Robinson was fired. All the moves that led to it, all the mistakes that he made that led to his firing, but I don't think it was just the mistakes. I believe Mike Rabel made an ultimatum to the organization. Before I explain that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round for free here at the Locked On Titans podcast. Make sure you subscribe no matter what platform you're streaming on. If you're on YouTube, hit the notification bell, throw a thumbs up on the video. I do appreciate it. But Mike Rabel said, this is my team. I am taking control of this team. I have had enough. Mike Vrabel had to sit on the sideline on Sunday and watch his team get obliterated because the team on the other side of the ball had significantly more talent. Not only did they have significantly more talent than the roster Mike Vrabel was trying to coach with, they took his best player. Do you guys remember Mike Vrabel said at a press conference as long as I am the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, A.J. Brown will be a Titan. Then, do you remember Mike Vrabel's reaction to that news on draft night? The video of him in the Titans' war room walking away pissed after the news was announced about the A.J. trade. Watching A.J. Brown whip the Titans was enough for Mike Vrabel. Rabel said, I am one of the best coaches in the entire NFL, and if you are not going to give me a roster that I can win with, then you're gone and I'll do it myself. Period. So here's what I think happened. Mike Rabel saw A.J. Brown whooping him. Mike Rabel saw the offensive line and nothing being done to give him someone else to try at tackle. The cornerback situation, the wide receiver depth. The Titans are playing a tight end at wide receiver because they don't have enough wide receivers to play. Vrabel said, I'm done. 
I'm done with this. And he went to ownership. And this is my theory, but it's pretty obvious this is what happened. And wait till I read this tweet to you in a second to prove it to you. Mike Vrabel went to ownership and he said, it's me or him. It's me or it's him. Because I will go to Ohio State right now. I plan to talk about that Ohio State rumor on yesterday's show. But there's too much going on. Too many conversations to have. But it's obvious that Mike Vrabel could go to Ohio State for more money, more power, more security, do his alma mater. There were a lot of reasons for Mike Vrabel to go to Ohio State. And he said, I want to be in the NFL. You're going to pay me more money. And you're going to fire John. And I am going to be in control. I am going to pick my general manager. And that's happened. Kyle Shanahan did that in San Francisco. We've seen that happen quite a bit around the NFL where they hire the coach. And the coach picks his general manager to help him. Mike Vrabel said, I want that. I am in charge. The general manager is there to go grocery shopping for me. And he went to Amy Adams Strunk and he said, do you care about this team or do you not? Because this isn't good enough for our fans, for our players, for me. So either you fire John Robinson or I'm going to Ohio State. And look, I am going to sit here and admit immediately, guys, I promise to you from day one when you watch the show, I promise to you when I'm wrong, I will tell you. I will make it obvious that I was wrong. No problem with that. I'll never have a problem with saying that I was wrong about something. I was wrong about Amy Adams Strunk's commitment to the team. Amy Adams Strunk loves this team. She didn't care that she liquidated $800 million for the stadium. She didn't care if she had to give A.J. Brown $80 million guaranteed, give Jeff Simmons $100 million guaranteed. She knows what it takes to make this team a perennial Super Bowl contender, not just a perennial playoff team. And she said what John's doing is not good enough. Even if John Robinson, let me give these numbers to you guys. Let me give these numbers to you guys. John Robinson, in his career with the Tennessee Titans, six and a half seasons, 66 and 43, four playoff appearances, would have been five at the end of the year. Two division titles, would have been three at the end of the year. Drafted Derrick Henry, Kevin Byard, some of the best players in Titans history. John Robinson drafted them. The seven years before, the seven years before that, the Titans were 41 and 71 with none of that. So let's not pretend that John Robinson was an awful general manager. He changed this franchise as probably the best general manager the Titans have ever had. But Amy didn't care. She knew that this team could be better. And the only reason I read off those numbers is to prove to you that Amy Adams Strunk could have sat on her hands. She could have said, hey, this team is as competitive consistently as it's ever been. I'm going to make good money. I get a new stadium. The team wins division titles. They go to the playoffs and lose. Hey, I'm making money. I can deal with that. Well, she decided not to. She decided that actually winning football games meant more to her than just being profitable, just having a good team. And, man, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of that, a lot of that just has to be credit to Amy Adams Strunk. But again, again, just to hammer it home, I believe Mike Vrabel made a power play. Mike Vrabel said, it's me or it's John Robinson and you choose and 
I got to say, I think Amy Adams Strunk chose correctly. Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Period. Bar none. No question about it. Absolutely one of the best coaches in the NFL. And you don't let him go for John Robinson. You don't. Even if I was a guy who defended John Robinson, you simply don't do that. And I want to I want to bring this tweet up right here, guys. I, I, I want to bring this tweet up because if you think I'm crazy about Mike Vrabel having a power play on the organization and making an ultimatum between him or John Robinson, well, I think there is some information here that kind of confirms it, quite honestly. I'm going to show you guys the tweet. It comes from uh, Aaron Wilson, who always seems to have some good info on the Titans. But Aaron Wilson said this. See if it pops up for us. Okay. Doesn't doesn't want to pop up on the screen for me. That's perfectly fine. Uh, it comes from Aaron Wilson, and he said this. Technical difficulties. We're doing it live, baby. Here we go. He said, Mike Vrabel expected to have significant power after the Titans' dismissal of general manager John Robinson, according to league sources. This was a Mike Vrabel power play, guys. This was a Mike Vrabel ultimatum. And honestly, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And if I'm Amy Adams Strunk, I don't blame her either for saying, hey, I, I need something better and I'm not losing Mike Vrabel over it. I'm simply not. But it's just, it's just crazy that Mike Vrabel was hired by John Robinson. Mike Vrabel was drafted by John Robinson when he was with the Patriots. So they had a connection. They had a good working relationship. And you got to think, guys, you just got to think that at the end of the day, the A.J. Brown trade was just too much for Vrabel. Here's a tweet from Tom Pelissero. My understanding is Titans Brass wasn't happy with the direction of the roster assembled by John Robinson and decided to make a change despite leading the AFC South. He was under contract through 2027 draft and walks away with another four years of pay. Amy Adams Strunk said, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what I got to pay you over the next few years. We got to be better than this. We have to. And Mike Vrabel makes a power play. Amy Adams Strunk puts the hammer down. And John Robinson is fired. Now, what are the Titans going to do going forward, though? Like, they need a general manager. What are they going to do going forward? I'll tell you two names in-house that make the most sense. I think the Titans may have their next general manager already in the building. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we get into it, do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. They've got you covered at betonline.net. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Titans fans, what a wild, wild Tuesday. I started off the show breaking down why John Robinson was fired, why it all came to a head. We've been talking about it the last few days, but it's crazy to see this move made. And then 
We talked about Mike Vrabel's power play and how much respect. Yeah, write in the comments as I'm saying it. Amy earned my respect. I don't know about back. I've always had respect for Amy, but I was concerned her cash flow was what was stopping the Titans from bringing back A.J. Brown, from giving that money to Jeffrey Simmons. But it turns out that is not the case at all. Amy Adams Strunk is probably furious watching A.J. Brown. So Mike Vrabel makes a power play. I think Mike Vrabel made an ultimatum. It's me or John Robinson. It's me or I'm going to Ohio State and Amy Adams Strunk just dropped the hammer, made the right decision, said, I want Mike Vrabel, see a John Robinson, and I think it was the right decision. I'm a guy who liked John Robinson more than most people, but if you had to make me choose between John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, I'm taking Mike Vrabel. I'm taking Mike Vrabel, and I'm letting Mike Vrabel pick his general manager. Speaking of that, who is going to be the new general manager? I'm going to give you guys the two options I think make the most sense, and they're in-house. Before we do, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Over 300 people in the chat right now. What a day. Thank you all so much. Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content for free all year round here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every single day. So. Who is going to be the next general manager of the Tennessee Titans? I'm going to give you guys my candidates, and then at the end of the show, I'm going to take questions. I'm going to take comments. So get your questions, get your comments ready in the chat. We're blowing it up. What a crazy, crazy freaking day. But two general manager candidates stick out immediately. Stick out immediately. Number one, me, Tennessee Titans. Give me a call. Tyler Rowland, Titans GM. I'm hearing it from the chat. I have the support of the fans. Bring me in, Mike. Just bring me in. All jokes aside, I am nowhere near qualified to be a general manager in the NFL. I'm not even going to pretend it's all a joke. But, but, Ryan Cowden. Ryan Cowden is the executive vice president of player personnel. He is the second-hand man, the right-hand man to John Robinson. He's the interim general manager right now. Ryan Cowden has gotten interviews over the last two hiring cycles for general manager positions, Ryan Cowden was probably going to get a GM job this offseason. So Mike Vrabel may have a, a better relationship or more trust in Ryan Cowden and say, hey, Cowden, I want you to be my guy. You're in-house. Keep the staff, blah, blah, blah. Or there's another guy, Monty Austinfort, who is the director of player personnel. I do believe that's the correct title, executive vice president for Cowden. Director of player personnel for Monty Austinfort. Austinfort is another guy who's gotten a ton of general manager interviews over the last two hiring cycles. I think both of those guys are in the building right now, and they could be obvious fits for general manager. If they don't want to go with Ryan Cowden, they don't want to go with Monty Austinfort, and Mike Vrabel really wants to tear down the scouting department and totally, you know, restart, that'd be very interesting, and that's going to be a conversation for the offseason. But right now, the interim general manager is Ryan Cowden, who I think makes a ton of sense as the next GM, and then Monty Austin for it. Remember, the Titans have hit on a lot of undrafted free agents. The Titans have hit on a lot of mid-round guys. I don't think that the Titans' scouting department is terrible, okay? I think there are decisions that John Robinson made over the years that blew up in his face and that were just the wrong decision. And at some point, you got to reap what you sow. So... That's the reality there. So that's my thoughts on the GM position going forward. What could happen? What's, what makes sense? But how are you guys feeling about this? I'm going to take some comments. 
things like that in the chat. We see Captain Trips here says, what would be your first move, Tyler? Well, number one for me, if we're talking off-season move, for me, the number one thing would be to do is spend money on a left tackle. There are a lot of good tackles available in this year's free agent crop. I would go out and get one. That's what I would, that's what I would be doing because the Titans need to solve left tackle right away. Um, <laughs> yeah, per Adam Schefter, Tyler Rowland has been hired. It's the new GM of the Tennessee Titans. I'm putting the tie in Titans, baby. All jokes aside, no way. Someone said John Gruden. Hilarious. Not happening. Uh, Ryan Cowden is John Robinson's right hand, probably not getting picked after the season is over. Maybe so, but it may be more an issue with the decision-making that John Robinson made more than uh, being upset with his staff or his scouting staff. I think there's a lot to like from the Titans scouting staff. Maybe John Robinson has just made decisions that uh, Mike Vrabel vehemently disagreed with. Uh, so that remains to be seen. That's a big question that that we need to answer. First move, re-sign Simmons. Yeah. I think that should happen. I think that'd probably happen in June, though. I think that's more of a summer move. But Barney, I agree. Jeffrey Simmons has to be resigned, and maybe Mike Rabel was like, "I am not allowing Jeff Simmons to walk out the door. I'm simply not doing it." Um, see here, do we draft an offensive lineman first round or wide receiver? Wide receiver free agent seems kind of weak. I agree, but look, I think Traylon Burks can be a number one wide receiver if you get a wide receiver in the second round. You get a value-free agent, not saying a bargain bin free agent, a value-free agent in the mid-tier. I think that could make a lot of sense. I'm going offensive line because if you don't have the running game going here in the last year of Derrick Henry's contract, it's going to it's gonna be tough anyway. Um, looking forward here. Shauna, do you think they'll clear house, also get rid of Todd Downing as well? What do you think this means for the draft? I think that's an unanswered question that I'm curious to see because is it Mike Vrabel? that wanted to keep Todd Downing around, or was it John Robinson? You know what I mean? What was When they brought in Tim Kelly, was that Mike Vrabel saying, hey, I'll keep Todd Downing around, but you got to bring in Tim Kelly, or was that John Robinson saying, hey, I'll keep Todd Downing around, but we got to bring in Tim Kelly? We'll never know. How do we get cap space the best? Well, it's going to be all about cutting players. You're going to cut Bud Dupree, which is going to save $12 million. You're going to cut Taylor Lewan, which is going to save $12 million. You're going to cut Robert Woods, which is going to save $12 million. You're probably going to be able to cut Zach Cunningham, which is going to save you about $10 million. So the Titans can get to about $40, $50 million in cap space by cutting some of the dead weight that they have on the roster right now. Um, you could sense some frustration in Vrabel when asked about the tackle situation. That's who we got. Yeah. Jonathan, I, I think you're 100% right. And if you go back and you look at Mike Vrabel's press conference from Monday, the day after where he had to answer questions to the media, I think uh, looking at it now, you can see Mike Vrabel's frustration with the roster. And immediately after that, he probably went to Amy and said, hey, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to go out there and answer these questions and look like a fool to our fans and to the media when John set up this terrible roster. I'm not doing it. So, again, it just another example. I think Mike Vrabel obviously made a power play here. Uh, Kobe Montana, get A.J. Brown back. Yeah, can we reverse that deal now that John is gone? Do you still want Fuller, Will Fuller? No. No one else wanted Will Fuller. I don't think, I don't think he's ready to play football anymore. Um, could it be him being too conservative that got him ultimately fired? No, I think it's him being too brash, thinking that he could replace A.J. Brown with a couple of draft picks, thinking that... Um, he could not address the offensive line properly, thinking that he could draft Isaiah Wilson and Caleb Farley and take risks on them. I think John Robinson being too cocky 
is what ultimately got him fired. Um, Vrabel will be the GM. Listen, Josh, I agree in uh, I agree in like uh, philosophical terms. Vrabel will have the final call on the roster, but you can't be head coach and GM. We've seen that fail way too many times in the NFL. Chip Kelly failed doing that, and I know Mike Vrabel is a lot better coach, but we saw Bill O'Brien for the Texans fail doing that, a guy who came up. Uh, Mike Vrabel came up under. Do not make that same mistake. You need a general manager. Um, no more injured draft picks. I think Mike Vrabel probably had a lot to do with the Titans going with a lot of big, big programs and a lot of big Power 5 prospects this year. Um, does this make you feel the Titans franchise as a whole isn't settling to be just good or mediocre? Uh, Jaron, yes. That is what this move tells me. That, let me make this... Uh, Jack, what do we do with Dupree? You cut him at the end of the year and save $11 million. And then you have Rashad Weaver on a rookie contract as your starting edge rusher across from Harold Landry. Um, my final thought here. Yeah, Jeffrey, you're right. A.J. Brown was the straw that broke the camel's back. Absolutely. Um, I think my final thought here is, although I, although I am a bit worried about what comes next with John Robinson, uh, John Robinson is the best general manager uh, the Titans have had in a long, long time. Maybe the best ever. And I think the big takeaway for all you guys watching right now, the big takeaway, if you're a Titans fan today, people are going to clown the Titans. They're going to talk about the Eagles loss. They're going to do this and that. Bring up all John Robinson's mistakes, all of that. But if you're a Titans fan, this is a good day. Because to me, this is a sign that the Titans are not okay. The Titans are not okay. Tress, he's not better than Floyd Reese. I get it. Floyd Reese got the Titans to a Super Bowl appearance. So that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to do that debate today. Um, Josh, sure. That that debate's not for today. If, if you're saying Floyd Reese is the best, then John Robinson's second. <laughs> so that's not a debate. Uh, happy birthday, how not to. But if you're a Titans fan, you got to be happy about this because Amy Adams Strunk is telling you just winning the division, just being a one and done in the playoffs, it's not good enough for us. I don't care if I got to pay John Robinson four years to do nothing. I don't care if I got to give all the power to Mike Rabel. I don't care what we have right now. And even with the Titans winning the division and going to the playoffs, Amy Adams Strunk said this is not good enough. This is not good enough for us. Amy Adams, yeah, Will. Amy Adams Shrunk made a statement today that she loves the Tennessee Titans and just getting by in the AFC South is not good enough for her. She made the statement. She made the statement. I mean, it's a weird day. It's a tough day. It's okay to have some worries. But this is a good day to be a Tennessee Titans fan because your owner declared that good is not good enough. Good is not good enough for Amy Adams Strunk. And that, that right there is about the most optimistic thing you can know as a sports fan is that your owner is not okay with good. Good is not good enough. So, wild day. 
We're going to continue talking about everything. I mean, hey, I'm going to be here with you guys Monday through Friday, all year round, literally through the summer, through the spring, all regular season, all playoffs, Monday through Friday, and most of the time, six days a week. I'm going to have Tennessee Titans content for you. 30 minutes. I'm not going to talk to you for an hour and take up your whole day. Make sure you guys subscribe. I would really appreciate it. If everybody watching right now threw a thumbs up on the video as well, it would be a big help to the channel. Thank you guys so much. Um, Wow. Wow, man. What an insane day. Yeah, there's got to be a press conference coming. And at minimum, at minimum on Wednesdays, the first day of practice of the week, we always hear from coaches and players. and So the Titans got to get out in front of this and have a press conference with Mike Vrabel and Amy Adams-Strunk. Whoa. 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 John Robinson fired. Mike Vrabel in control with the power. Amy Adams-Strunk dropping the hammer. Good is not good enough. Absolutely insane day, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow for Crossover Thursday. We're going to be talking with Tony Wiggins from Locked on Jags about what's going on with that. There's a game. Guys, we got games to play. It's the middle of the season. This is nuts. Thank you guys all so much. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.